0: Hello and welcome to Batch Lab. I'm Jordana. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And we're back after Memorial Day weekend. Summer has officially started. Are you guys excited? Yeah. Yes.
1: Although I'm like a little bit stressed because I realized it's exactly now less three months to my wedding, and I'm starting to panic a little bit. Why not are you
0: panicking. Not so fun. Are you no. a little excited for all the planning and shit to be over though?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm not panicking to get married. I really want it just to come and happen. Right. Rather, I just the the three months is like a short. Slash long time. Like, I have a lot of anxiety about it. You like 90-day fiancé length from getting married? I know. Are you still having dreams about, like... No, because um, I hired a planner. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, a, I don't have any... Not being prepared. Nightmare dreams anymore. Those are really intense. Oh, my God. I couldn't sleep through the night after I woke up in the middle of the night from them. Anyway.
0: Bad dreams are really scary, but they're always nice. I prefer a bad dream to a good dream because you wake up and you're like, oh, like... That didn't happen That's nice Like that's one yeah. less thing I have to deal with
1: <laughs> Yeah No But for me it was like I just Now I have so much Stress about all this shit Because like nothing happened But Let the planner do it No I know But there's a lot I have to do you should Maybe you should, the planner put, really we, maybe we should make A
0: shirt that says Let the planner do it
2: <laughs> The planner really is Life-changing And I was very anti-planner I was like no I'm gonna save every penny But then the planner Ended up saving me Like probably Almost $20,000 on catering So That's pretty like, good Through a through her like she paid for herself, she paid for more than herself. That's great. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. I'm no. I'm really excited. It's just crazy because I'm getting married this summer. Like this is the summer that we are in now, and we're yeah. we have a,
0: a our brides podcast is launching very soon. Right. Yeah. We don't very have a,
1: We don't have a date exactly yet, okay. but. It is launching hopefully quite soon. We're still in the coming soon phase of the previews. Yes, <laughs> coming soon. Hashtag coming soon. It's gonna be crazy. And yeah, if, if while you wait, follow at Betches Brides. But anyway, what were what did you guys do for Memorial Day weekend, Jordana? You said you had exciting plans.
0: Um, I went to Newport. Um, we had bid on a weekend at Gurney's. At a, we went to a charity event for St Jude's gold Gallop like a few months ago and we got drunk and we bid on a weekend to newport so we won which means we lost yeah because you have to pay for it exactly but it's for a good cause and we went to newport it's a very cute little town it's actually a little colder than new york so as someone very temperature sensitive (laughs) i was hoping it would be a little warmer but it was a very lovely weekend
1: Did you want to tan
0: i did i got i i was in the sun like a little it was probably like a healthy amount of sun okay which is you know not enough for me (laughs) (laughs) so
1: Um, did anything crazy happen
0: well there was a really funny story we were taking an uber right we were getting off like the highway um and the map says that like we're gonna like there's no traffic all of a sudden the cars are like bumper to bumper traffic yeah um and at the end of the it's like we're, we're, we're basically we're getting off at an exit at the end of the exit is a light um but we're like
1: were you going to newport or is this leaving
0: no this is actually in brooklyn oh okay. but this, is before we, this is before we left
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i'm picturing like New yeah. England. Yeah. no
0: this is in brooklyn actually so we're getting off at an exit um and all the car there's like 20 cars we're like the 20th car on the exit but no nothing is moving everything's sitting there my, the uber driver is like this very funny man and he just like he decides to get out of the car and like go see what's up no way and then so he gets out of the car And everyone, like all the guys behind him start getting out of their cars. There's like (laughs) six like dudes just just like walking to the front of the because there's it doesn't say there's any traffic, but everything is completely stopped. Yeah. So they all go to the front of this line and there's a red light and they see the guy in the front is sleeping. Oh, my God. Like, the guy at the light, like, I guess the light turned Passed red. Passed out.
2: He, Maybe he's narcoleptic.
0: I don't know what happened, but he... So they, they have to, like, knock on the window to wake him up, and then all the traffic, like, left. But oh, my God. we sitting there for, like, 10 minutes.
2: Couldn't the second car have gotten out? Like, I feel like that I mean, would have no, been most more people
0: productive. don't get out of their car. Yeah. Like, you this, just our assume. Uber driver was like, I gotta see what's going on here, and he just, like... He's probably down.
2: used to this. Your Uber driver was the then, change he wished to see in the world. Yeah, and
0: then he got back in the car and he was like laughing hysterically. He's like this guy was like it was like he goes, he goes this big man was just like <laughs> like sleeping in his car. Yeah. Um, um very, sleeping
1: in a car is very scary. But
0: Yeah, but I wonder like do you think he had his foot on the brake or did the car in park that like it stayed because he was sleeping so oh he fell asleep. Gosh. I don't know what happened, but I never thought of that. Um
2: but, yeah, that, but was you made that the it? pit or the peak of your <laughs> <friend>?
0: <laughs> i mean i was annoyed when it was stopped but then then it cleared uh, yeah i would think it was the p- it was the peak because uh, there was no accident and everything turned out fine right. and yeah. it was like kind of funny just to watch all these like guys like who are just, now like friends like walking down <laughs> to, to the end friend. of the highway i you
1: know? i bet you this isn't their first time like there's always like if there's no traffic on ways and there's traffic there's a hold up a personal hold up right
2: something happened yeah but i've never seen that before that was crazy just like to give you some insight into where my mind goes i thought there would be like a person laying in front of like the first car <laughs> like it would be some fucking insane tragedy like well in, that's why i was like i told you
0: it was a good story but it's not like not that it's not that i mean it's good not bad good. of a story good of a story whatever yeah. um, Oh, that's scandalous
2: did but,
1: you do anything crazy sammy on your trip Honestly, my
2: weekend was like super, super tame. Like I literally went upstate and I pretty much did nothing. I watched the entirety of The Society season one, which I I loved it. It was like a little bit. Okay. It was like entertaining highbrow. Like it was low. It was lowbrow, highbrow. Cheesy. Like a, a little cheesy, but like also good, like not too cerebral. It was great. Then I read a book that I really liked called The Nest about family dysfunction. Wealthy people trying to. Split up their parents' trust fund. Sounds like your ideal weekend. Sounds like my ideal (laughs) weekend. And I really tried to stay off social media because, like, I just wanted to be more like not on it.
1: Upstate. And yeah, and that was my weekend. It was very uneventful. I I had like so many. Random things that I did. You had an eventful weekend. It was yeah. eventful, but they were random. Like it, w- they were disconnected. That's
0: kind of nice because it's not yeah. like sometimes when you do things for too long, they become uh, boring.
1: I know, but then I kept getting out of a routine, and then so just like I ate like shit every single day. Mm. So that made what did me you eat <laughs> different podcasts. <laughs> Tell everyone <laughs> <laughs> different podcast. No, I ate, but I ate really good food. But on the last day, on Sunday night, I went to a wedding and that was beautiful and then and then saturday no what goes after sunday monday yesterday i had a great day i went back to williamsburg where you now live and rusty follower yeah rusty and i went back because he like is so nostalgic about it (laughs) and he like loves it and we went back we walked by our old apartment we did our old it's lovely it's so lovely there. there it's just the best it was like let's buy a home here is it lovely
0: in the winter um i'm like i've, I've moved i've for no. context i've lived in Williamsburg. you're already worrying about the of, winter i'm a little worried. i mean like for it's great i mean in the summer it's like beautiful like there's yeah it's like lovely it's nice it's like there's things to do everything's really pretty a lot of stuff is very new yeah um i'm a little concerned like in the winter that i'm gonna just be like oh, you're gonna this is kind of far from shit you're gonna
1: be freezing on the water but oh no I mean, we'll be indoors <laughs> no like the wind <laughs> is gonna be we are gonna loud. hear the while I close the windows <laughs> you, live at, you live in a high up apartment right I live on the 12th floor
2: oh
0: it yeah. looks higher
1: up on your stories um oh. yeah no the wind
0: That's I mean relatively it's, high. it's
1: the same as New York City right it's it's just cold like I don't it's okay just, it's exactly the same it's just like a little bit further from things but it's not that far hmm. it took me 15 minutes to get there Okay.
2: what's more lovely Williamsburg or Newport I
0: was actually having that conversation last night. <laughs> they're very different. Newport feels like like old money lovely. Old money lovely like oh like if only things could always be like this for the wealthy people. Who live here. Like <laughs> there's like those mansions yeah, in Newport the like the breakers yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. and they're just like whoa like someone had this fucking like huge ass house just for like their immediate family and now and like things are not like that anymore. Why right? are there
2: so many breakers?
0: There's like a bunch of mansions that you can tour. It's like mansions, They're tour. called Breakers. They're like from the, the Breakers is one house is the name right. of the house. Right, but then there's there are other, other mansions. Miami, Florida? Yeah. That's a hotel, I think. Right, but the, how they ha- all get these same names? I think they just happened to have the same name and so whoever named it wasn't that original.
2: But the Breakers is or like maybe the, they were very original but they because they were so far apart they couldn't <laughs> correspond about right.
0: the name. I kept thinking about Sonia Morgan. do a Google search. I kept thinking about Sonia Morgan oh when God. I was looking. We, we didn't go in the houses but we like did the cliff walk behind them. Um, oh, we
1: did a whole Task tour It's like really, it really crazy. really cool? You don't touch The fucking <laughs> Yeah I was like, thinking of
0: that We were just like We walked past the backyard And we were just like Ah fuck it um, The yeah. backyard's a nice part It isn't yeah So I'm saying Well the backyard's a nice part And then it's like $26 to buy tickets See the house And we were just Kind of like uh. I would have like We would have gone If it was like 10 But we were like I don't know if we you need to wait, spend $50. You dollars do, you know that you need
2: ha- do you know that you need a ticket to get to the top of the Hudson Yards place? Yeah, but it's free. I do. Oh, it's free? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that because we went there also. At some, on I, didn't no, I didn't know
1: that. No, because we were like, I'm not getting a ticket. Yeah. It's a free ticket. It's just to like control lines. Oh, well, it's nice that it's, like it's free. It's like an appointment, basically. Uh,
2: oh, you have to like book it in advance. It takes a lot to get yeah, me to
0: tickets. Yeah, no. because I
1: couldn't go up there because they were like, there are no more tickets left for the day. Oh but, crowds, uh, like but then lot again of It's planning. Just, like so stupid You like take a staircase To nowhere
2: Yeah that, that's why I was like Why do I need a ticket To like walk into it's this just, thing
1: it's just to, to avoid Like crowds on the staircases To nowhere <laughs>
2: Yeah, so Basically. Hudson, I went to Hudson Yards for the first time also. That was like, it's like a mall. Yeah,
0: I yeah. was like, gonna. Well, right. we were looking, when we were looking at apartments. We were looking around Hudson Yards because we thought like, oh, like maybe this would be like a cool new area. But it's actually just more like a like touristy hellhole of a mall.
2: Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. If I like had a lot of extra money lying around, maybe I would buy something there because it will eventually I think be more I, valuable. I, no, but, like, I think the
0: time to buy was like three years ago. Oh, now it's right. like now everything is like marked up. Because is it? yeah. it's like
2: not that nice though. No, but I'm saying area. now
0: it's like a trendy area, so it actually is like when we're looking there, like the the stuff there was we thought it would be a good deal, but it's was actually there, more we'll... expensive than like Chelsea or like Midtown West. Really, I, I thought kitchen. it was less. I just thought
1: it was mm-hmm. just exactly like Brookfield Place, or whatever. Yes, down it is just like Brookfield down Place in Wall Street or whatever. Yeah,
2: it's just like a little sad that this is like. I feel like it's like. This is New York. You think about other cities like in Asia, all their like new things are like so new and crazy. Like I was, but they're well, also just malls. No, yeah. I, I was looking at Singapore and like the Singapore Airport is like this huge garden place. Like it's crazy. And like why can't we build in really nice things like that? Like we just build staircases to nowhere. Well,
1: speaking of, this is why I love Brooklyn because they just built the new Domino Park and it was so. It's so cute. That is
2: beautiful. It,
0: it is like oh yeah, we went It's there too. so yeah. nice. Yeah, it's we, small. We walked there again just last night. It was very yeah. close and. And it's just like it's so clean and there's just so much ma- it's like so it feels clean. like the essence of like what what a city metropolis should be just because there's so new. many but new yeah but like, that's what i'm saying like there it's like clean there's like there were there were we went there at like sundown and there was this water th- like there's like kids running through like this lit up
1: water yeah, it's so pretty um, trying to get something in there
0: and it's just like so <laughs> many so many different kinds of people all just like hanging out and like picnicking or like doing their own thing and it's so clean and it's so like it's so nice cute. and there's someone playing be- like beach volleyball in one section and there's yeah. someone playing bocce in
1: another it's very sim like city like.
0: right but it was like <laughs> and then on the you, it's like under the bridge and there's I know. just like the beautiful view of it's manhattan so pretty i wish um, they made
1: it bigger but it's next to the domino building which they're restoring mm-hmm. and it's going to turn into like another We're making mall.
0: another thing yeah um but speaking of the, another
1: reason why i love williamsburg i noticed that which is different than the city is when you walk by you're just like every place has something cute for dogs like it's just like somebody's a little house, water bowl. just a, no a water fountain for oh, dogs yeah. just like standing i was just like everyone's so thoughtful yeah. thoughtful of the other <laughs> yeah. dogs. this is
0: we are not sponsored by the brooklyn tourism <laughs> board just so you know this is completely organic
1: yeah Anyway I guess we can move on To our next story Also just to mention Later in the episode We're gonna be joined By Olivia Wilde As we told you last week And she's gonna be Talking about her new Movie Book Smart, And we saw it And we fucking loved it I speak for all of us It's in
2: theaters So you guys should see it Go I see think it's it. doing really well Because yeah. you can see By all of the celebrity Posting of it the celebrity like It seems th- genuine
1: I like the celebrity Postings of it Because it's also Just like in support Of Olivia Wilde Directing uh, Yeah
0: And she was She's great So You guys will hear her, but she's she's awesome. like a real
1: person. Very chill. Um, but before that, I think we should talk about this feud that's actually very interesting happening right now. Anything Lindsay Lohan touches
0: is always interesting.
1: It's interestingly weird as fuck. Yes. It's between Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. And they've had their share fair share of feuds in the past, like in two thousand, like there was one video of like, we, we have it on the website, go check it out, but um, Betches.com, but basically it was some account from the 2000s that loves Paris Hilton posted like Lindsay Lohan going up to TMZ and being like, Paris just punched me. And then later that night, Paris is with Lindsay and Paris is like, tell them to TMZ, tell them Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. And Paris is and Lindsay's like she didn't punch me. Paris is my friend. She's my friend. And then she goes into her car and goes, Paris, is a cunt. And then TMC is like, what? What did you say? She's like, no, she's amazing. This is from she's years such, ago. This is from two thousand. Right. She's like, no, she's my. She's amazing. She's amazing. Which made it kind of seem like Paris is like bullying Lindsay a little bit. I'm sure she is. Yeah. But anyway, they're all just like they're like very psycho. Great, both of them.
0: Well, but I th- what so. Okay. Play so, the the clip, but like, um, basically on Watch What Happens Live, Paris Hilton was asked to name three good things about Lindsay Lohan. Just, Under the plea, the fifth game. Right. Let's just play it.
1: Paris,
0: say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan.
1: She's beyond. Okay, that's fun. That's, that's that's a pretty slow. nice one to say that she's beyond. Lame and embarrassing. L- Okay. All right. So she's ridiculous beyond ridiculous. Yes. Also, like she wasn't, she at first was trying to hold it in, like just try to be nice. And then she's like, no, she's embarrassing and lame. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. Beyond embarrassing and lame yeah I'm, which I'm i think
0: so is kind of messed up just because like Lindsay clearly has like enough issues like do you need to like do that publicly embarrass her by
2: saying that i know well th- here's the thing like i feel like they just both have like not lost the desperation of clinging to relevance that they had several years ago and they still have right like they were un- so basically after that Lindsay posted an old picture of them on insta saying beyond friends are true yeah, like,
1: I don't like But and then she's wrote congrats on your new song. So she was like I think trying to take the high road. I saw that and I thought okay,
2: it was surprising to me to learn that this was actually part of a feud because I was like, oh they're fr-. I literally spent a few days thinking they were friends again. Yeah. <laughs> Being and like why why? That was you, just a few and days. And then I no, like two days. <laughs> like I like until this morning I yeah. thought that they That was like a friendship post <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah But it was Like a uh, But it seemed like Lindsay was trying to take I mean in her weird way Which is She posts really weird Old photos
0: Well it's like She doesn't know what she, She's It's like she's someone's mom On Instagram On Instagram know like how to use that it properly. I have to share this most recent She and
2: Brittany are both I mean, also speaking of Britney In the Bet- in the article on Betches It says that You yeah. know that like Infamous picture Of the three of them uh-huh. I think Paris said That like She and Britney Were going out And that Lindsay Just like jumped in the car At the last minute Or was it that she said That Britney was Just jumped in the car At the last no, minute Lindsay. Either way They're not above She's not above Continuing Here's to bully why I her. think
0: Paris bullies Lindsay Lohan Because they're like Almost the opposite Kind of like Paris Hilton is like all the money and resources in the world and she has no talent, but she's successful. And Lindsay Lohan is like very talented, but like has
1: like not as many resources,
0: not as many resources just due to her like dysfunctional crazy family and like she's her lack not, and she's also how not how as nearly her. as wealthy. Right. But she is very talented and Paris actually is not talented at all, but it's kind of successful in what she's doing. So I think that you there, mean, that must a, be something about that that bothers she's, Paris. Hilton she's a world renowned, Lohan.
1: For TJ <laughs> Well but She any- should
0: leave She should leave Lindsay alone She should leave yeah. Lindsay
1: alone And also I liked That she was sort of Taking the high road But she posts the weirdest shit Because the picture before that like She posted Miley It's a picture of Back in the day Miley Doing a thought Taking a photo next to Lindsay Lohan's autograph On a wall Very weird And then okay Most recently Or second to most recently She posted a picture of like These weird horses <laughs> writing kinaras another half man half horse mythical creature from indian mythology appeared in various ancient texts arts and sculptures from all around india it is shown as a horse with the torso of a man where the horse's head would be and is similar to greek sanitar what does this have to do with anything
0: that's what i'm saying she's like she probably like (laughs) came across an article and like without any thought just put it up
1: like you need context and she like even oh, if that had like a lot of, co- I mean, I guess she could explain why she
2: was posting it, but like, why post it?
1: Well, I, I don't, I don't know, Lindsay. Lohan, somebody check on her Instagram. Like, Someone what is check she- on her like mental? I health. think
2: all previous all child stars need to be majorly checked on. Like, she, Amanda Bynes, and Brittany are all like completely, and Selena are like completely not. This weekend I was thinking about the
0: fact that Justin Bieber is married to Haley Baldwin And it made me sad I just wish that he was with (laughs) Selena Is that weird?
2: (laughs) I think it's weird only because you (laughs) most of the time don't care about celebrities And I randomly was just thinking
0: about it And I was just like I feel like bad for Selena Gomez Like no wonder she had a breakdown Like her on-again, off-again boyfriend just like Like Took two seconds you and like married ball You don't know Baldwin. what was
1: going on between Selena and Justin. Like you don't actually know. They were know.
0: like dating.
1: Yeah, but for so long. Like you don't actually I don't know. Th- I
0: don't Yeah, I don't actually know. Like just maybe Selena was her.
1: bringing Justin down. Like you don't actually know the truth there. What's you true? know, so I, think I they just wish were they could have kind of fucked made it work. Up.
2: Here's the thing. I think we know that just by the fact that they were like exes and mm-hmm. continuously going back to each other that like you can't really say one is better than the other. Like that's like, toxic like, relationship. Yeah. Like they uh, they're both participants. So you can't be like, oh, well, it's all one person's fault. And no, I don't all think the other it is. That's fault. what I'm saying. I
0: don't think like it, I don't think it's like it is. I'm not like, oh, like, fuck Justin. I'm just kind of like, oh, it's like, kind of sad that it didn't work out for them.
1: I don't know. I'm still I'm maybe they'll still be each in, other's second marriage. I'm still deep in Lindsay Lohan's Instagram account. She deleted most of her photos the last One of the last photos, the first photos she has up is just a picture of her, Angelina Jolie, and Meryl Streep, and wrote, "What a blessed moment." I feel like she's just trying to remind people they li- of like That's how she was once really, right. really big. Right. That's what big. I'm saying.
0: She's like a sad character. Like Paris yeah. should
2: just like back up. Right. Like Paris
0: definitely it's not like has look for her. Has more. It's I agree. Not.
1: Like Lindsay is
2: not Lindsay's sad. She's living in the past. They right. all she's also do like that. While she's down, they all do that too. Brittany also lives in the past. Also, anti lawyer posted a blind I- blind item, which confirms something that I had predicted, what which is that her. Boy boyfriend is being paid to be her boyfriend.
1: Oh 100% though. Yeah, but it was never said. Yeah, but like you could tell. I know you
2: could tell because that but then it was a yeah. confirmed via blind item.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's feel sad. bad for all of them, but then it's again It's so
2: it's so sad because when I was a child, I wanted to be Lindsay Lohan. I was like, why did
1: she Kayleigh get the part and, her and I didn't? Hanna. I did oh, yeah. meet her at Benny. What was she like? Um, I didn't speak to her. Her mom just handed me a signed autograph. <laughs> Cause and I that's so, how I she says know. a lot. I was I was ten, and I was like, "Mom, it's Lindsay." And then her mom just like she was coming from the private room of Betty Hanna. Yeah, <laughs> that's when Betty Hanna was like really cool. Yeah, it was
0: the peak of Lindsay Lohan's existence. She was in the private room of Betty Hanna <laughs> with her mom just handing out signed autographs. Yeah, it
1: was. I sh- I, sh- I wish I yeah. fucking held on to it. It was this Calvin Klein ad betwe- with her sister, and she had signed it.
0: Yeah, Dina Lohan would make signed copies to At bring ten. them to various public places. Benny Hanna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here, Lindsay, before we go to Hibachi, let me bring some signed copies in case we bump into any Roslin girls that are fans. That's like a thing. Yeah. Uh, a friend. Okay, I
2: had a friend who was her brother was Lindsay Lohan's age. You guys know him actually Um, It was Lindsay Lohan's age In high school And like they knew each other Because they were in like Neighboring towns And he said that apparently Like she would go to parties And steal shit And like he once He said that she once Stole Yeah Lindsay (laughs) That she would like Steal people's shit And that she once Stole his belt
1: (laughs) (laughs) Random What kind of belt Uh, Probably an expensive one Well Lindsay
0: If you're listening to this Please return it yeah
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Please. The point. Yeah. that was the point of this yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of though no feuds this is what i liked i think we should get to the um part with olivia wilde because i'm mm. sure that's what everybody actually wants to hear not us you could fast forward We can fast forward but what i liked about book smart though was that it's anti girl on girl feud like it was it was it was girls building each other up gassing each other up as
2: they said yes.
1: yeah so so, so what we was after so I, extra
2: gas so that episode. was what they're doing in the movie when they're like, you guys they're are like that, encouraging yeah. each other in the movie yeah. okay so I said like there's a term for that it's called gassing and then I was quickly informed that you never just say gassing <laughs> you have to say gassing someone up and I feel bad <laughs> about myself now because I feel like generally even though I'm not like cool I still <laughs> know the cool Sammy was
1: instructed later by our <laughs> younger employees <laughs> not a regular dog mom you're a cool yeah, dog mom right exactly so right I that you that gas it. each other up not just one anyway yeah you don't just gas we'll be
0: right period. back with olivia Wilde, and you can hear more about sammy messing up that term <laughs>
1: This episode is sponsored by Poshmark. So Poshmark is an app that you can basically sell your things or you can buy used things. And it's really, really fun and easy to use. They have every single possible brand you could think of, Lululemon, Nike, Louis Vuitton, for up to 70% off. I have my own Poshmark account and I'm selling my stuff and I'm really pumped because people are buying it.
0: Yeah, that seems like a... I feel like it's a genius idea because, I mean, as someone, I have five sisters and we're always borrowing each other's clothes and we're always fighting about them. Right. And this seems like you... It's almost like you get to share a closet with a bunch of people. I mean, you buy it and you sell it, but you get it at a reduced price. So it's basically like it's very efficient because it makes good use
1: of people's like clothes that they're not necessarily using it's super efficient and i like mark down all my stuff pretty cheap and i have a whole bag of more clothes that i'm excited to sell okay so download the app using our referral code slapped s-l-a-p-p-e-d and you'll get five dollars off your first purchase
0: you can get lululemon nike louis vuitton for up to 70 percent off that's an amazing deal there's uh, there's tons of lightly used or brand new items with tags on them in poshmark so it's basically like you're getting them new but for cheaper than you would in the actual store like for retail what a, a genius idea
1: genius and if you want to sell your stuff it's so easy to list stuff you just make an account you put up the photos you add a l- cute little description and you put it out as a at a price you feel comfortable with and then people start like commenting liking and it's it's really fun so so yeah. listeners of Betch Slapped, get $5 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code SLAPPED when you sign up. That's invite code SLAPPED. Hello.
2: Welcome to Betch Slapped. I'm Sammy.
0: I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. And we have a very, very special guest today that we're very excited about. Very. Very. <laughs> it is Olivia Wilde, actress and filmmaker, and now the director of a brand new film, Book Smart, starring Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Deaver, um, which is in theaters, now, yes. this, this podcast comes out, now. it's out. And yeah. we
1: saw it. We, we had screenings. Yes. We were very lucky. And it was fucking incredible. It was like yes. the best movie
0: I've seen in the movie theaters in a while.
1: I
2: might actually pre- yeah. I might pretend that <laughs> I didn't see it to some people and then so that we could go see it
3: oh <laughs> oh I love yeah, you guys yeah. thank you this is great. I think I made the movie for you
1: yeah you did, you did. I think yeah. so. I yeah. felt like it was I'm, I'm the demo. beanie
2: I'm the beanie Feldstein character uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, in high school yeah I also have to tell you just this before we start <laughs> I one time was on a date in 2013 and I saw you at the Whitney <laughs> <laughs>
1: You were when? sitting in it. <laughs> you saw me you like, to. to up my security.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. This speaks to how few times I've actually gone to the Whitney, even though we should. It's she like we're cultural people. It's so so in New York. I remember. I must. That Was there like an event? Was it an art Party?
2: There, it wasn't a party. It was just like a Sunday. Oh, I feel like, <laughs> I'm just but a it was Sunday. also like the only time
1: I was at the Whitney. Yeah, it's <laughs>
3: terrible. I'm like, uh, I yeah. remember the day because yeah. I don't go enough. It's terrible. I
1: think I've been to the Whitney once. Yeah, you only really need to go. Wait, once. was it the Whitney
3: when it was Uptown or the Whitney the new Uptown? Whitney? Okay, that was has that, like, the really like good musselball soup at the restaurant downstairs. Yeah, we yes, we were in the restaurant. Okay, That's yes. Where <laughs> I <saw
1: you>. Okay, <laughs> yes. But she remembers Who what you were doing. was the date? I'll tell you after. Well, anyway, this movie was fucking good. The music, though, was was literally the best. Yeah, Yeah, great soundtrack. Who did that?
3: Well, (laughs) I have to say, I had the best collaborators in every department, but my music supervisor was a guy named Brian Ling, who's the shit, and then Dan the Automator was our composer. And they knew I was really devoted to making a kick ass soundtrack yeah. and I, I was like, listen, I'm gonna want a lot of music that we can't afford. Yeah. And we're gonna have to find a way to get it. Yeah. So basically it was a process of me making lists saying, I need these songs on these scenes. And then we have to figure out how to convince these people to give us these songs. So I was writing letters. I wrote letters to Alanis Morissette, to James Murphy of L C D Sound System, to Salt and Peppa. I was like, listen to me. <laughs> I need it. But you and got it. We got it. They gave us they gave us deals so that we could use their beautiful perfect music and we right. have new artists too we have lakaley 47 we've got perfume genius we've got santi gold it's a it's an yeah. it's an amazing group and of then people. you use the ghost song which oh was great yes. at the yeah. end that yeah, was like the best licky lee, <laughs> lee yeah. covering unchained melody i love yes. her voice it was, i love her voice it just brought like, me it, back yeah i'm excited to download that album yeah it's you know what it's on spotify right now I mean, oh, oh the Booksmart soundtrack is available I'm excited.
2: That's amazing. One of my favorite things in the movie were there were like those kind of whimsical segments that you had like when she was going into the palm trees and it was like in her imagination. Yeah, like the artistic things.
3: Thank you. That was the stuff I had the most fun doing. Like I wanted to be able to use a bit of magical realism to tell the story because I think one thing about adolescence and teenage girls is our imaginations are, are ripe, they are heightened, everything is so intense and we live in our imaginations. Yeah. I, th- I think it's specific to the female experience. You remember imagining exactly what you wanted your crush to do when you walked in the room. You imagine like how you listened to music and created stories in your mind. And I just wanted to illustrate that. I thought, wow, we're making a movie, we can do anything. We can show what it feels like to take drugs and <laughs> find yourself completely out of touch with time and space. <laughs> The Barbie piece is so great. (laughs) That was really funny. Yeah. It was so fun to say like, let's go nuts because people think they know what they're getting with a high school comedy, right? We've seen so many of these movies. We Mm -hmm. think we know what we're getting into. So I thought, okay, this is an opportunity to have fun and say, you think you know, but you have no idea.
1: What I liked a lot about it was that you made the high school party experience not really about getting fucked up. Right, right. Which I thought was very 2019. Also, the girl, like, girls caring about all of these different yeah. topics was also very 2019, which I feel like yes. it w- if I were in high school right now, that's exactly what it would be like. Was that hard to, How did you know? Yeah. like, like well,
3: what it was like. I talked to a lot of young people, and luckily, because of social media, people put a lot of their lives up online right now. So it's mm-hmm. easy to research young people now. A lot easier than it used to be. I didn't have to embed myself in a high school for a year like a narc. <laughs> I just had to look <laughs> at Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> I just at Instagram. And I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing." I was so inspired by all these young women sharing their their challenges and their friendships mm-hmm. and their love and and just really allowing the young cast to make. Sure sure everything felt authentic you know I said Mm -hmm. anytime anything feels like it's it's wrong and it's just you know not organic just change it just talk to me raise your hand nothing should feel false
1: yeah, like if somebody says something, you're like, and they would say, yeah. no one would say that. For
3: instance, there was a conversation originally. There was a line where um, Beanie Feldstein's character says to Caitlin Deaver's character, Listen, you've been out for two years and you've never kissed a girl. I want you to have, no, she said, You've been out for two years and you've never had a lesbian experience. I mm-hmm. want that for you. And we're rehearsing it, and they're like, they called me over, they're like, Liv, um, here's the thing. We wouldn't really say lesbian experience. (laughs) We would just say experience. And I was like, right. Obviously, yeah. I'm a fucking dinosaur from the ancient ages. And that is so much more evolved and great. And that is what you should say. I'm so sorry. Thank you. That's the kind of thing that like 15 years ago when I was young and I was on the OC and we were telling queer love stories like that was saying lesbian was an important step forward like owning labels Mm -hmm. was at that point part of the conversation now 2019 gen z are are in this incredibly fluid and accepting place where labels are less important it's like don't label me i love who i love just let me be free so i wanted to make sure we honored this dope generation
1: yeah it was great the characters
2: felt super self-aware
3: yes how do you think that Or from your experience,
2: are high school students really that self-aware? Because I feel like you hear so much about like high rates of depression and anxiety, and even like attempted suicide. Yes. So, but they seem so like self-possessed and not insecure at all. Is that would you say that's accurate, or do you feel like there are some people who are super
3: well? I think you can be self-aware and insecure at the same time, right? Because you know, even now, I still have moments. I feel pretty self-aware, and I have moments of deep anxiety and insecurity. And I think our aim was to create. Characters who did have both, who really knew who they were and they were accepting of each other and and themselves, but still had moments. You know, there's a character named AAA who's a, a sex positive smart girl. In another high school movie, she would just be the slut. Mm-hmm. She's right. someone she says, like, listen, I got a 1570 on the SATs and I give the best hand jobs. I'm incredible <laughs> at hand jobs. And she's really proud of that. And she's like, listen, don't label me just because I want. She says, like, you know, sue me if I want to go suck a dick. Let me suck a dick. Let me enjoy. It. Like this is something that I wanted to represent in the film because I thought we have to stop slut shaming, and we have to stop women from participating in what the patriarchy relies upon, which is that we will isolate ourselves from each other and drag each other down. Why not allow a woman to say, "Listen, this is what I want to do. I'm doing it uh, of my own choice. I'm also super smart." So that's a character with uh, who's an example. I think of. Self-assurance and self-awareness while also dealing with insecurity because she's she's tortured by the fact that the women call her names. Yeah. She says Mm -hmm. at one point, I knew the guys would say stupid shit. I didn't think the girls would do it too. What
1: I what I loved (sighs) about that scene was that she called out the fact that and maybe I enjoy it. Yes. Like that that's different. No one really has said that. Like it's usually the slut shaming and the girl is doing it for the guy. Yeah. And it's never the girl is doing it for her. Yeah. Exactly. Sex, whatever. Exactly. (laughs) That was something
3: as an example of actors really owning the the character. Characters, that Molly Gordon, who plays Triple A, she added that line. She's like, "Can I please add this line about I just want to say that I enjoy oh, wow. what if I, I want to enjoy it?" Mm-hmm. And I thought that's genius. Of course, that stuck. That stuck. That yeah. was really good.
2: So something else that you talked about is the women. We want them the patriarchy wants women to separate yes. and, and tear each other down. But something that was really like a trope in this movie was women hyping each other up. And yes. that's this this part yeah. of this new trend called gassing. Oh my God, I so didn't even gassing. know we were gassing. Yeah, yeah, so gassing is when like women will just sort of like build, like you're the shit. What they were doing in the movie, they're like, you're uh, the shit. You're okay. so beautiful. Yes. Like that's gassing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so there's a term for it. <gasps> I didn't know <gasps> there was a term for that. The yeah. funny
1: part was during those scenes, like the second before they start giving each other compliments, you think they're gonna be like, why are we wearing yeah. the same like, thing? No. But <laughs> because really, no. that's what no. we would say. I love, it, yeah. well,
3: it's different. Who allowed you to be this beautiful? I really
1: <laughs> love the gassings of
3: the term because that was something that when we did it came from really good girlfriends of mine who in my life have reminded me of my power when I've been insecure. I have a really good friend who said to me at one point, excuse me, have you met you? <laughs> and I always think about that because we can be so cruel to ourselves and it yeah. takes a good friend. There's also a scene where Amy slaps Molly in the face for talking shit about herself. She yeah. slaps her. She's like, how dare you talk about my best friend that way? So... I like the aggressive love between women. Right, <laughs> right,
2: <laughs> right. I thought that that was that was so like I've never seen that in a movie before. Either, just, even their yeah. even their
0: fight, you could still sense the like, and it wasn't like so intense that you that you didn't get the sense that they still like really loved each other and they would both get over it. And, like,
3: well, the, it's that yeah. fight. Really quick. Something I've been thinking a lot about how women fight, particularly at that young age. Mm-hmm. We're really good at expressing love for each other. You know, it's like I love you, I love you, I love you. You're so great. I can be really physically close to you and and love you so much. But we're not as good at expressing, you know, disappointment in each other or or saying like, I don't like when you do that or I want to do something differently than you we tend to see that as betrayal and it causes real breakdowns between female relationships at a young age I think we grow out of it I I hope we do but particularly for teenagers and I think guys are the inverse they're not as good at being like I love you you're so beautiful look at you so beautiful (laughs) but they're good at being like, dude stop it I hate that stop it I don't want to go I don't want to go with you you're annoying guys are good at that women I always think they're mean to each other exactly (laughs) but it's kind of a form of love that sort of honesty is love so in in our film they have this massive fight this breakdown because they have not they've held back on any sort of criticism and then when it when amy finally lets out of the bag that she's doing something differently than molly it creates this break and i think we can all recognize that as something from our real lives there's moments where it's like what are you talking about especially when you're young and you become the same human being and you wear all the same clothes and you do all the same things <laughs>
2: right yeah you saw that you saw how hard that was for her and how like you like even as a viewer you were so unaware that that was like how she felt but that she was finally like getting it out there and just kind of being like and that it was like a really moment of like maturing for both of them because yes. beanie feldstein's character also came out of that being like yeah you're right like i do do these things and like it's i don't want to have do
1: those
3: that. fights yeah. yeah if you don't fight you're not real friends
1: Right but That's also true. but also in this what I again like it was another thing that I didn't expect but I loved was that the fight didn't last long. Like it wasn't, there wasn't this like long, like musical three three week thing, showing them separately, hanging out with their parents and their other friends, sitting alone. Like, no, literally the next day. Get over it. You're stalking each other's Instagrams. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I liked that. I thought that was unexpected. Was
0: was this movie supposed to have a lot of parallels to like the Superbad film of like 10 years ago?
3: It wasn't. I think that, you know, the compare, I mean, first of all, I love Superbad. We should be so lucky. I fucking love that movie. It's amazing. (laughs) It's genius but I think that there's a a tendency in our culture to compare anything with women to uh, to a male thing. So we say, like, it's Mm -hmm. a female version of X, right? Right. Now, this one is the same genre, and Beanie happens to be Jonah's little sister, so it creates this other (laughs) parallel. But we weren't setting out to do that. I had other movies in mind more. Like, I was thinking a lot about Fast Times at Ridgemont High and The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Clueless. Um, and then some movies you wouldn't expect, like Big Lebowski and Blues Brothers. I thought it
2: was, like, Big Lebowski. <gasps> how they're Yeah. <laughs> but I was like... But, Success. But I, yeah, I did. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. One person. Because of those, like, cool, magical, yes. realist yes. kind of things. Oh, oh I so love that. cool. So how did you like how did you even get into directing?
3: Well, I started with music videos. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a really good way for anybody to start. My first music video, I, we shot on iPhones. So anybody can so do, we it. Could do it. You could do it. You guys should do it. You absolutely should do it. Um, but it's really a good way to kind of dip your toe in the water because it's nonlinear. It's non-literal. It's a way to tell a story in a nonverbal way. And I think it, it just, it just gets you into the zone of creating something and telling stories. Um, it's, it's fun I also like I love music but I'm terrible at. Pl- I can't play anything I can't sing to save my life so for me making music videos was my way of participating in the music business I was like yeah this is my way in
1: which music videos did Where you I did
3: um, well the Edward Sharp with the Magnetic Zeros we shot this crazy video on iPhones um, that is available on YouTube and it's really fun and it's called no love like yours and then I did a Red Hot Chili Peppers video oh, cool. um, called dark necessities which Actually, that was the one. It featured four young skaters, LA skater females. Mm-hmm. And I loved working with young women and how they watching how they related to one another. And that was what sort of got me interested in telling a story about young women. I was like, oh, they're fascinating. I remember editing that video and thinking, I wish this didn't have to be, you know, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff they're doing just talking to each other is fascinating to me. And I thought, okay, I I need to tell this story. So because the Chili Peppers are huge, a lot of people saw it. And that's when people started offering me directing gigs. And I was like, what's it going to be? I want to make the right decision. You only get one first try. And it's (laughs) particularly for women. If your first film doesn't work. Nobody's giving you a different another shot. It doesn't happen. Well, good thing. well this worked. <laughs> this worked. Yeah. It was so But good. it's... You guys, it's... You probably know this, but this still blows my mind. In the last 10 years, 4% of studio films were directed by women.
2: Yeah, we were actually just talking about that on a different podcast that apparently like the Sundance percentage is like 3%.
3: That's nuts.
2: Yeah. Or they were trying to get it to 1% just a few years ago. Like it was so low that it wow. was below 1%. Well, like what
3: is that about... Because more than half of film schools are women. So it's not for lack of mm. interest. There's all these female filmmakers out the there. the industry. It's the industry not to, because you know what I think it is? You have to take a risk on new talent in order to bring women into the picture because inherently they are new because no one's given them an opportunity before. Mm-hmm. So people have to get rid of the resumes and just hire people based on skill and passion and ideas.
1: Yeah. What, yeah. oh sorry. No. I was gonna ask what were you like in high school? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: I went to boarding school, so I didn't... It was not fun in the way that we made this movie fun. Um, All girls? No, it wasn't all girls. I I wish it had been all girls. I would have gotten a lot more work done. (laughs) I was very easily distracted by boys.
1: Me too. We all went to high school together. I had a new crush every day. Every day. I can vouch for that. Terrible. (laughs) And I... I,
3: I think about all the energy, I'm like, what would my brain be if all of that energy had been devoted to school?
1: Yeah, but See, like it was almost I impossible.
3: About, I think about that with thinking I was fat or am Seri- fat now. Seriously. What about all that wasted energy? <laughs> so much. Like yeah. where would that go if we just diverted it to something positive? But how... Yeah. how it's but like I the agree. amount of minutes I spent on my phone. When I get the report, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> You're I like, down 15%. It's like, still seven hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same.
0: Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Yeah. 20%. Yeah. Six like and a half. My whole life had been like staring into the eyes of my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. It's awful.
3: <laughs> it's awful. And I think for me, high school was a process of trying to get out of what other people were defining me as maybe we all have this i think maybe this is a universal experience people try to put you in a box and and you constantly feel misunderstood and Mm -hmm. for women you're so easily cast as a stereotype I feel like guys get a little more time to define themselves Mm -hmm. you show up freshman year of high school and it's like you have 14 minutes to decide (laughs) who you are and it doesn't matter what happens later we're defining it right now and senior year will remind you of who you are right now (laughs) and it's just tough and I got to boarding school and I came from DC I'd never been in the suburbs before and I was like suddenly in Massachusetts in the suburbs of this boarding school and I was like sup guys and they're like you're different what are you (laughs) and I was like, every people were like, you're either a theater nerd, pick one. You're a theater nerd or you're like, a, you hang out with the jock. So we don't know what that's about. But you like your teachers. So you're definitely just like a nerd nerd. <laughs> but then I don't know, you like those goths. Then you like, you hang out with the lesbians a little too much. Are you gay? Then, oh, you like boys, you're a slut. And I was like, okay. So in order to survive here, I have to pick one of those boxes and I don't want to. So instead, I'm just going to kind of hover or between them Which just causes anxiety. It For does. Sure. So yeah. so that's how I remember well, high school. Yeah,
0: well that's what I also I enjoyed that like plot arc of it so funny where she like she thinks she's like so smart and so much better than all these people and like I'm like I did everything I was supposed to do like I'm the girl who got into um where is Gail. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yeah, I'm the girl that got into. The heaven. And then when she <laughs> finds out that all the other like all the other kids that were having fun got into these schools, it's like she has to reassess her whole life like who am I?
3: Who am I? Right? I didn't know you could do both. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had to pick. And I just, I like unraveling the assumptions and just saying like, let's stop doing that to each other because if we're doing it to each other, we're doing it to ourselves. Just stop.
2: Yeah, I think about that a lot. That it's like... I
3: feel like that was I a little know. bit of, that was you. Yeah, yeah no, right. I,
2: I remember I was when, like we, that were in, when too. we were I in was high literally school, the bean Sammy, character
0: we were both like, on the school newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> and sammy um she found out she didn't get into princeton and she <laughs> walked into the school newspaper room and she took her keys her car keys and she threw them
3: against the <laughs> wall i love it and she was like what's Drama. the point
2: <laughs> i only got into cornell
3: so <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm terrible we have um a 99 percent of rotten tomatoes right now we got one bad review out of like 104 and i was like this is a disaster. <laughs> what did it say? Like, I am Molly. What did I'm it say? And I'm it's Sammy. this bad
1: yeah. review. What did they say?
3: Basically that we weren't dark enough. This is a reviewer who just likes to drag movies. He's the only reviewer who didn't like 8th Grade, which I thought was fucking genius. Oh, Love that movie. That. Yeah. So good. Yeah. He likes to take down movies that other people like. So he's a contrarian. Yeah. And, you know, there's space for contrarians in this world. It's fine. But I, like... Molly was yeah. like, oh God. Wait,
2: How many days did that ruin for you? I mean, still today is ruined as well. Ruined. <laughs> just, wait, I have a question. People, the next
1: three weeks. Yeah. Do people in the film industry like refresh rotten tomatoes? Like I've never actually thought about that.
3: Uh yeah. And I mean I'm I I my search history is so pathetic right now. If you look <laughs> at it, it's like I'm rotten saying. tomatoes, rotten tomatoes, rotten tomatoes.
1: Uh, <laughs>
3: but you know, it's like it's hard to break out of the sense of like wanting to be a of high achiever. Like you just you just want you you want to be able to allow yourself to be flawed and to, you know, but it's it's tough. And I just think women handle it differently.
2: When our books come out, I will sit on Amazon refreshing and refreshing and refreshing, trying to figure out if this is enough of a high enough rank to be on the bestseller list. And then I'll harass our editor. How many copies do we sell? When do we find out the numbers? Like it's, I'm literally, I need a grade every day. If I
3: got a grade at the end of every day, <laughs> yes. I would be so much better. That's the thing. You leave school and there's no more grades and you panic. Yeah. Like, well, how do right. I know if I'm like worthy of living? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> where <How laughs> measure my? my where uh, are
2: my awards? <laughs> awards yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Yes So high school
3: What is your cringiest moment From high school That you remember Oh god I mean Other than like The physical Like the, like, the choices I made in a superficial way Like just take k- Tweezing off all my eyebrows They're back They're <laughs> sort of back mm. uh, I, tr- I just I didn't Like I was really Trying to figure out Like just physically Trying to figure out Who the hell I was So I think of like Oh like the time My roommate convinced me To go to a, a, a tanning booth The stand up kind And we were in like Downtown Andover Massachusetts and I cringe now thinking like I did that that's just a terrible thing to do and I I remember thinking like I don't know who that was to impress for myself, oh. surely not. That too. I uh, literally
1: was thinking about that the other day. We used to go tanning just for our junior prom, and like, yes. who do we think we were going to? Some what? the Met Gala? Exactly. Yes. We were tanning for the junior prom. Our dresses were so ugly. Oh, and our mine did not was matter. Tragic. That was the most important thing. That was like the event. event of didn't make like any though. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just
3: awful. So I cringe heavily bad yeah. I cringe at the time I tried to buy weed from the cool guy uh, <laughs> in the year ahead of me, and I was like, "Is it swag?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I don't know in my mind that meant like cool good weed (laughs) and they all looked at each other and laughed this guy was named theo and he was that's "That's the name of the
2: person i went on a date with when i saw you is it the same circle circle.
3: (laughs) 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 he was so hot he probably wasn't but in my mind he was so fine and he looked at me and laughed and then i just like backed out of the room and i was like (laughs) i have failed as a human (laughs) there's so many cringe moments the whole thing is just like one long cringe Honestly yeah. same Yeah good like, I was so fat in high school <laughs> <laughs> I just I really like
2: Do you thought you were No no no, no I actually No I like pounds Like I was 50 pounds heavier Than I am right
1: now But, but it's literally. anxiety But no one was yeah. paying attention to that I was But that's the point But like you were filling the void I yes, think about this I all the time I was filling the void me too
3: Yeah I, I just, was like
1: I would like
2: work so hard And then to just like Make me happy I would eat
3: of course, you wanted a hug on you the still inside. Still yes, I it. Wanted, yes.
1: I still do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Every bagel is a little hug on the inside.
1: Honestly, it literally it is. is. <laughs> You're right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I feel
3: it's seen. Funny. I feel seen. Yeah. Well, how honestly. long did it
1: take you to make this movie? Was oh my
3: gosh. Time. So basically from development through... Finishing the film two years, which is not that long considering how long films can take. I know that this script originated in 2009. So, in 2009, two writers named Emily Halpern and Sarah Haskins wrote the original idea of Book Smart. And at that point, it was about two really smart girls who were best friends. Everything else was pretty different. It, it was on the blacklist and people liked it but it didn't make it to production. A couple years later another writer came on board, Susanna Fogel, and she did another pass and it was much, it, it she like updated it quite a lot. Didn't make it into production and then it went back on the shelf. Then 2016 or in 2015 I came on board. I pitched on it and I was like I really want to make this. I really, really want to update it. I want to do this. And I brought another screenwriter, Katie Silberman, on board. Then we were off to the races. So Booksmart has been alive for 10 years as oh, wow. a concept. And I've really been attached for, I mean, I guess three years.
1: Three years. Wow.
3: But, you know, this, at,
1: it's crazy. At any point, did you like in those two to three years, <laughs> did you ever feel like, oh, I can't do this like this movie's gonna suck like
3: yeah absolutely oh my gosh I mean it 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 was you know just to gain the courage to actually start making it was something that I faltered on I was like I don't know can I do this I mean Mm -hmm. it's a huge undertaking also I've been an actress for so long and acting is kind of I liken it to like acting is dating and directing is like committed relationships <laughs> because but you're
1: also on the other end of it yes right?
3: yes but you know, with acting you dip in and out of projects you're like I'm gonna go work for three months and then I'm done mm-hmm. with this movie I'll do seven movies this year directing it's like you have one movie for the next couple years and you have to give everything to it and be totally loyal to this movie so I was scared to jump in mm-hmm. and then once I once I assembled this team I was like I love this more than anything I want to do this forever
0: oh. yeah do you want it? Do, you, would, want to, do you want, would you prefer yes. that to acting? You liked
3: it? I want to, I, I, I think I'm a director. I think that's what I do. I want to keep acting so that I can keep sharp, so I can stay sharp and keep getting mm. better at directing. Because I think the good thing about being an actor director is you get to go on other people's sets and learn from them. True. And because technology is evolving so rapidly, I want to know how everyone else is using the new cameras, the new lenses, the new everything. So I'll be like a spy on their sets, <laughs> and then I'll make my movies better.
1: When did you make um, when were you, The Vigilante I yes, guess, saw that You did it was so crazy good
3: Wow that Thanks also for watching did that did really
1: well On Rotten Tomatoes Yes it did <laughs> <laughs> Love you those were so so <laughs> That was that, of, that was another Like female power Yeah Did you choose to make that Was that during the time You were directing this Or It was it just So I out? had
3: started Getting that I started getting smart. Together, mm-hmm. I had gotten the job, and then Vigilante was something I did before I started shooting. It's a movie about a woman who is a kind of a a, um, a savior for for victims of domestic violence. She shows up when you're in a domestic violence situation. She rids you of your abuser without killing them. She's basically Batman. Yeah, she shows up. She doesn't kill them, and she sorts you out, makes sure you're safe, and then she disappears again. And she lives. She has really no name, it's no identity. So she sad, lives. So sad, but and like
1: it's not very sad. sad. But it was. An <laughs>
3: chance to support a female filmmaker was a director named Sarah Dagger Nixon who's really cool and I wanted to help her make her first film and I've I've as a producer I've been able to do that a couple times another mm-hmm. director named Reed Morano who's incredible and she went on to make Handmaid's Tale and now she's about to release a film with Blake Lively called The Rhythm Section and she's about to direct The Power you know that book The Power I love that she's book. turning The Power into an Amazon series oh, oh
2: and they were the first they were the first <laughs> to pull out to pull of Georgia, out Georgia that's after right the abort, which makes perfect sense yes. given the context. exactly of the the power
3: can't pull out of Georgia, yeah. then we're in trouble. That was
2: the, that was one of my favorite books. Like I think Me. about it almost every day. <laughs> I know Naomi Alderman. She's no, I so swear, good. I that in Princeton. <laughs> Pr- Princeton, I think about like every few weeks. I'm <laughs> Like imagine that. if yeah. I had gotten into Princeton. But <laughs> I liked that the way that you decided you were going to direct was like you know what I, I like if if I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it because I yes. feel like that's what every man thinks yes. about right? yes. how they're going to do things, and women are like, wait, am I? Do I have enough practice? That's right. Did I prove myself yet? Yes, but if you never just dive into things the way they do, you don't. This prove goes yourself. back
3: to you know when little girls um, statistically raise their hand far less in class. So I think mm-hmm. it's the same instinct. We have to get over the fear of being wrong. Guys, just go for it. I don't know where that starts, but there's a sense. <laughs> of for women of I must avoid being wrong. I don't want to go out on a limb and make a mistake. Maybe we get judged more harshly for it early on, but we are conditioned not to take risks in the same way. We have to get over that. You know, Amy Poehler says, women will really be equal as filmmakers when we can make a bad movie and it's no big deal. I love that. It's like, just go for it. So for me, I thought, you know, I've been working on sets for 15 years now. I've worked for a lot of great directors. I know what I'm doing. I I also realized at a certain point that I was older than a lot of people I was working for. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, okay, no, no, no. I need to be the boss. (laughs) I've earned it. Like, I have my 10,000 hours. Let's do this. So I flung myself into it with that kind of confidence. You have to keep reminding yourself, like, I know what I'm doing. Have you guys seen the the documentary about um, Ocasio-Cortez and the other women running in the midterms? I haven't seen it, but it's on my list. It's so good. There's this (laughs) moment you have to look out for when she gives herself a pep talk before her big debate. And she's like, I deserve to be here. That's basically the, the the point of it. I've earned this. I'm smart enough to be here. I'm mature enough to be here. And that's something that I think women ha- in business of any kind we have to mm-hmm. keep reminding ourselves: we've earned this and we deserve this. Yeah, watch re- just for that yeah I
0: interviewed like um a woman who started her own like fitness class she started her own like fitness boutiques and she was she actually came from harvard business school and she said that like she was the only person in her class like most women like won't start a business alone they always start it with like at least one partner or if not more like the three of us <laughs> mm-hmm. um we but be started like start to be a business <laughs> right but um they it, but it, there's so few women that start businesses just like out on their own as opposed to like many men do that just yes because they have the feeling of like i'm not enough to do it uh, by myself like i need someone who's like gonna gonna Balance me out or yes. do something else. Supplement what I lack. Like, exactly.
3: No, you have everything you need. Yeah. Partnership is also good, but be individually confident. That's great.
0: So, guys, today we are sponsored by Daily Harvest, um, which I'm personally a really big fan of. Sam, maybe try it out. I've tried it. I
2: love Daily Harvest. It's super, super easy. They have bowls, they have smoothies, they have different blends that you can basically just keep them in your freezer and whip them out anytime you want a healthy meal. I know it's great because it's like sometimes it's so annoying to act for me, especially because I don't like to cook. Howard, how's your like vegetable chopping going? We haven't I haven't heard an update on that in a um, while. on how I chop the vegetables. Yeah. How are you? Um, it's it's a work in progress.
0: Mincing is not like my strong suit. Right. I don't well, think I have a.
2: Well, it's good that you have daily harvest because right. there's no mincing.
0: Yeah, and it's great because I like savory foods and they have sa- a lot of savory options. Um, and it just comes Pre-packaged It's really great Because like Again it's easy You can be healthy It doesn't require That much thought I don't have to like Really look up a recipe Or burn something Like I usually would There's no steps You literally just Take it. There's one step Exactly much. It takes
2: five minutes max Yeah
0: so Daily Harvest Delivers cares- carefully sourced Chef crafted food Built on fruits and vegetables You can choose from over- More than 50 Ready to blend smoothies Savory harvest bowls Soups and breakfast bowls Each single serving cup Comes ready to blend Or heat Just add water or milk to a smoothie smoothie
2: Smoothie um, or heat up a Harvest bowl yeah and as Someone who's really trying Hard to get skinny for Summer I know that there's That the number one barrier Is having to seek out Healthy food but when you Just have healthy food in Your freezer just easy to Prepare and you don't even Have to really do anything It's just basically as Easy easy as eating a bag of Skinny pop in one sitting So Uh, seriously Uh, but healthier Exactly more nutrients So daily harvest is
0: the Easiest fastest most Delicious way to load up on Fruits and vegetables and to Make a healthy eating habit stick so go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code slapped to get three cups free in your first box that's promo code slap for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com
2: three free meals guys Okay so we have a game It's Ooh. called the Book Smart Pop Quiz Okay and, and
1: it's a lightning round So we're just gonna We're fire. just gonna Shout questions at you And you're <laughs> yeah. just gonna Answer as you see this <laughs> Screaming at Perfect. you For the next yes. five yeah. minutes Perfect um, Okay What is your most used emoji? The
3: drool one <laughs> Really? <I don't laughs> yes. What do you use so that for? <laughs> because it's like I'm hungry That's like You look hot I'm drooling over <laughs> you It's also like Weirdly sexual and disgusting <laughs> The drool one works For everything Okay What's the last text You sent And to who? oh my god do I I'm gonna I it's probably I hope it's embarrassing probably something like <laughs> I'm hungry help me <laughs> <Yeah>. drool emoji <laughs> I'm looking it up I'm so sorry
2: no it's okay we like the suspense
3: oh my, it's just it's oh hold on I'm getting cause people are being very nice um, they like the movie they like the movie here's Aww. our rotten tomato it's so boring just yes <laughs> sorry that was not that was okay. anticlimactic I like it's, it. It. it's okay that's uh, real um that's real I say yes say yes, yes to as many texts as possible what's your secret
0: bad habit like
3: Biting your nails or something Like drinking Coca-Cola I drink a, I, I drink, Regular Yeah I love regular Coke Like how true? much Like I drink a lot of it Like I drink <laughs> a lot what of it my every boyfriend
0: day. He drinks like seven of them a day It's Ooh, disgusting no I know It's way. very it's bad I don't, It's
3: so thin though It's so Really how does he do that I have it's no so idea It's so much sugar <laughs> Yeah I gotta stop doing
0: if that If
2: he
3: stopped He would literally disappear That's why I like won't stop so him Because he's very
0: tall and thin So I'm like I want you to
1: be okay Okay What are you reading right now
3: Okay Um Well I just finished Well my favorite book of the year is educated the tara westover book that is the best everyone book. has recommended that it's so good and it's been hard for me to jump to i've tried i've tried to move from that to other books you know and you're just like mm, i prefer my last book and now it's hard for me to fall in love with another one yeah I'm in that stage right now is there one you guys are reading that i have to read right now i would have said the power honestly The powers yeah another what one what of my favorites I mean, what was the
1: book before that though um that you could- little
3: fires everywhere
1: Oh, I'm trying to that read that good. Crawdad book. Yeah, yeah, where the Crawdad's yeah. saying that. That's great. I, I don't know. Reese Witherspoon liked it. I uh, <laughs> Love Reese's book club. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. I'm also reading Billion Dollar Whale, which oh. is about this huge scandal with this like Malaysian guy who pretended like he was running the sovereign wealth fund, and then he actually ended up funding like the Wolf of Wall Street and knowing all these celebrities. It's very, very
3: whoa. Crazy. Is it and real? It's a true
2: story, and it's currently being investigated. But the book is like, has it already exposed the whole thing?
3: I need that to be a podcast. It would make a great <laughs> podcast. That's you how can, I you want to make it
2: Yeah, so we it, can make it, it a movie. It definitely has to be a movie. That's great. Oh, it,
3: it we would make
2: an amazing movie like it's there's celebrities what's in it, it, famous people, do billion dollar whale. whale. Love mm. it. Good
1: mm. memory. Mm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the last movie you cried at? Um, mm, really the I think it's called Bringing Down the House, the AOC doc. Oh, yeah. I wept i got to see that. Maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch that.
0: Um, what's the reason you'd get a one-star Uber rating? <laughs> uh, maybe like... <laughs>
3: I mean, maybe like smoking weed in the backseat. I'm not gonna lie, just <laughs> yeah, like a vape pen. I always feel like it's a vape pen. You can't y- criticize me, yeah, sir. Yeah, I have one that looks like a jewel, so now that's perfect. Fool's the people. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> wow. That's great. I'm not gonna like blaze up a joint in the back yeah. seat. Like I respect you, but I'm gonna vape. Respectful of society
1: <laughs> for the vaping. Open the window. Open yeah. your window, yeah. sir. Okay, if you stub your toe, what's the first word you yell? Buck. Fuck, that's I, I, idea. me too. Yeah. I, no, actually, I scream, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fuck to you the bed. Toe yeah. No, to bed. Bed. the it's it's bed. Always to the bed.
2: Yeah.
3: What's your guilty pleasure song, or just an emotional song <gasps> mm-hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. Um, four or five seconds to Rihanna, Kanye, Paul McCartney. So good. I haven't heard
1: that in a while. No, to I love that yeah, song. Yeah, great. Song. Ooh,
0: um,
3: what's your favorite Housewives franchise? Do you watch the house i don't i haven't really allowed myself okay. that watch new york new york <laughs> is like of course gonna be the best Yeah, yes. that's okay. it crazy yeah that, now that i'm done with Booksmart, i now need something just to dive into and allow my brain to go just like blank I highly perfect. recommend <laughs> watching it from season one <laughs> okay. yeah there i go I'll if you start have like tonight seven. you got to see a lot of character you have like three months to kill <laughs> <laughs>
1: like they all say the same but it's great
3: <laughs> Okay, good.
1: I'm gonna do the next one. What is your favorite movie that Jason is in? Oh my gosh. I love he made a movie called Sleeping
3: with other People. Oh I saw that. It's so good. Yeah, that was really really I good I love it. Leslie Headland directed it another really That's great female director with
1: Alison yes Allison yeah.
3: Bree. I cried Natasha Leone and it's so good. it's so and and then you know Leslie went on to direct Russian doll speaking of Natasha Leone, which is my favorite show.
1: I didn't finish watching that. Should I finish? You should finish. Okay. And
2: I, I also started got started. I also got through like five episodes and then someone like explained the symbolism to me. And don't I was tell like, me. fine, I get it. Yes. Okay, I oh, get it. That's why know? the fruit yeah. is rotten
1: on the outside but no. not on the inside. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. The other thing, <laughs> speaking of
3: shows that I'm obsessed with, is Pen 15. <gasps> I oh, so good. It's.
1: I, I also cried that.
3: Hysterically in that freak okay, out I need to like write Everything down you're What was your, your favorite I'm Episode of that just Listen to the episode The masturbation
2: episode. I <laughs> I like, I'm gonna take a nap, nap For four hours Now you writing
0: Penis on your sheet It
2: says pen 15 <laughs> <laughs> I'm making
1: Penis i making notes, making notes okay? <laughs> I'm taking notes On this podcast Because I'm that much Of a loser <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should we play The penis game No I loved the AIM episode The instant oh messenger One that just gave me So Even the sounds I was like whoa The sounds When the door opens Yeah The door It's Like, Oh, oh on they on do it And you look oh and it's like God. this kid that I'm obsessed with. And I'm like, see yeah. oh, Should yeah, I tell t- you have t- an
2: alert for anyone?
1: No, I couldn't. Cause if someone came there over too many and people. saw, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dark. I love too many dudes. Yeah. Okay. Last one. One of you go, uh,
0: what trend from high school
3: are you amazed that you actually wore? Which what from high school? Trend. What trend? trend? Oh boy. Okay. <sighs> I really went through all the trends okay this might be before your time i don't know the the um michael stars used to make these kind of like sparkly tight i had those <laughs> stretchy shirts <laughs> I can't oh believe yeah it. they were so small they
0: looked like they were for babies and then yep. you put them on and they like, <laughs> were yeah, the like waffly size. i'm yeah. so glad yes. you guys yes. they sure were it.
2: waffly yeah. they were just like sparkly
0: they were like tiny though tiny. If you took them off they
3: looked like they were like baby yeah. clothes yeah. but then they would it expand on. i can't believe yeah. i <laughs> yeah. went down that road yeah
2: my whole wardrobe was like those and petite bateaux yes, just every yes. day.
1: Oh, God. I yeah, feel like yes. you
3: wore like
2: shrugs.
0: Yeah. I wore shrugs, things like that things that were like, that short were like sweaters.
1: I also wore like juicy jackets with no shirt. On
2: oh her. my God. How the
1: hell? And I love it. I <laughs> have one of those
2: hardtail shrugs that I recently found like last year when I was cleaning out my mom's house. And yeah. she was like, you know, maybe you could wear this like it's back in. And I like actually
3: think I took it. With <laughs> it. <laughs> you never know. I saw never know. worn it, but it had tags on it.
1: So. well this was amazing thank you so much you guys are the best for this everybody this go see Booksmart if it's if you have it's any plans right now this weekend if you don't want to do anything I'm telling you go do this one thing and go yes, see this you movie you will laugh bring it's, your friends it's it the best so movie great. you'll see in theaters I, yes. I agree yes. well thank you so much thank you ladies thank this you you're awesome right. bye
3: Betches